Hey everybody, it's Doug and Renee and welcome to our podcast, Doug and Renee, Married Married Life. Each episode is designed to encourage, uplift, and motivate you to thrive in your marriage and single life. Be blessed. Hey. All right. I beat you here. You're not going to say anything? I'm going to let you. All I said was hey. Hey. Look, we a team. If It doesn't matter who says hey to our peoples first. What's up, y'all? Hey, everybody. Hey, everybody. Hey, everybody. You should see him. He's it's like he was going to run a relay race, waiting for the gun to go off. He couldn't wait for us to hit record so he could be the first person to say hey. That's because so, you was you so, was playing like double dutch. I'm so like, happy to say hey I'm like, I'm to like, you all. When are you going to hit record? Hey Press the everybody! Hey everybody! Look, I'm the engineer. You just you you. You're it, the engineer. It, yeah, yeah. We roll when I when I hit record. You're the engineer. Yes. Y'all heard this. My I, wife's the engineer. Well, I'm the one that press record it. You do the all engineer? the cut, paste, copy, hey, upload, or you do all I'm that? I'm the person that press record. You're the person that press record. All righty. So we are <laughs> talking about, uh, what are we talking about? Remember our vows? Remember what happened our vows? to our vows? What happened to our vows? I just what, forgot that quick. What happened to them? <clears throat> did you happened? Did you say them? What did you say? Why did you say it? Did Did you mean what you said? Eh. Do you remember what you said? Eh. Do you care what you said? Not really. <laughs> Not funny. Because yeah, your I'm... vow to your spouse was really a vow to God. Yeah, I'm not talking about me. No, no. I No, no, no. I wasn't saying that to you. I'm saying oh. that to the people. We are kind of filling in the voices of people we might hear say. And some people and their responses. who listen to us, like, not really. Not really. No. If, if they were being honest. If, exactly. And and if we're being honest, there were stages in our marriage where we said all of those things. Well, we, didn't, beginning. we didn't remember. I don't, I we don't didn't, remember. We didn't care. I remember, the, I remember going to the Justice of the Peace. I don't remember what the guy said. I don't remember either. All I know is we got married. That's all I know. We found you found some random witness. I didn't find him. You did. No, you did. Uh, you, like, <laughs> See, you, you don't even remember. I don't remember. The, the, we went to justice. the judge telling us, "Where's your witness?" And we were so young and dumb, like we said last week, um, that we didn't even know we needed a witness. So you went. Running down the court hall and grab some random woman, some grand, some, some random, some random person, some I random person. Would you, would you be a witness to me and my uh, fiance's um, marriage? She the, said yes. She said yes. We said yes, and what we said yes to, we don't remember. Yeah, because we were young. Um, but that's what we're here to talk about today, because we know that while sometimes we we chuckle. And it may seem like we make light of it. It is not anything to be Mm-mm. made light of, or like the minister says, it should be. In, it should not be entered into lightly. That's one thing I know the minister normally says in yes. some settings, and that is so so true. 
but we're so caught up, as we said last week, in infatuation and the whole idea and the ceremony and the family is here and the flowers and I just love you and you've just been so good to me and everything's so beautiful and all of that wonderful stuff that you're not even paying attention to. Mm-hmm what you're getting into Mm -hmm. and what you're saying Mm -hmm. to death do you part well we we know from statistics people the death do you part that that's they they they're not really taking that serious because no because they like the marriages they like i can't wait for you to die anymore you take it too long (laughs) i'm out (laughs) after marriages and then divorce so the death do us part. That's that's just something to say. I I do have a question for you though. For me. For you. Okay. Have you ever thought about why we have to say in a vow? I I promise to love you, to love, just love, just the love part. Why we have to put that in a vow? And I vow to love you because you are asking me this, and this is not planned, y'all. Not planned. He is asking me this mm-hmm. unexpected question. Mm-hmm. The first thing that came to mind is because God is love, and I think, and he te- he commands us to love our neighbor, love one others, mm-hmm. love one another, love as we love ourselves. Mm-hmm. I think it's because it's one of the hardest things for us to do. I think love in its truest form Mm -hmm. is very difficult for us to do. I agree. And I think a lot of people use that word loosely and they take it for granted. Yes. They just, I love you. I love I'm, my I'm, car, I love, you know, right, love my right. house, I love this. Yes, yeah. yes. They love things. Mm-hmm. And God never told us to love things. And in my older years, I'm starting to learn the significance of the word love. Um, God is love. Um, so I think it's I think it's because it's one of it's just a difficult Thing for us to really truly achieve mm-hmm. in its purest form. And I said that because I'm not going to say I was in some deep spiritual retreat or meditation with the Lord, but I, he was just talking to me about this. Um, why do we have to vow to love one another? And we, we agree love is an action word, right? Yes. It is an action word. So I am going to put into action my love, my feelings for you. Irregardless, and this is the truest sense of love, how you um, relate to me or how you treat treat me. Mm -hmm. I have to love you in a way that you feel loved. That's that's that that in itself is a challenge. To love your spouse in a way that they feel loved, even if you don't feel you're getting that back from them. True. So I vow to to do what needs to be done. What I vow 
to give you what you need in a way that you need it, when you need it. This is love we're talking about, regardless if you're giving it back to me or if you're, what's the word I'm looking for? Whether it's reciprocal? Reciprocal, yes. Whether it's reciprocal. Yeah, because the vows, they don't um, say that Mm -hmm. I vow to love you as long as you love me. (laughs) Yeah, but we put so many conditions on love. We do. We do, but... Very conditional. Love is unconditional. In its truest sense. And yes. Mm -hmm. God so loved the world that he gave Mm -hmm. his only begotten son. There was no, no condition we didn't yep. we didn't do anything to deserve we wasn't even that there. love mm-hmm. and so the same holds true for our vows your spouse may not do anything to deserve your love and affection mm-hmm. in fact quite the contrary you may think they don't deserve it they may be acting in such a way where they don't feel lovable mm-hmm. <laughs> but regardless you're, you vowed to love them. Yeah. And, and just to give people a peek into our marriage. Uh-oh. Uh, we, we've had this conversation many times. And you'll ask me more so than I'll ask you this question. Um, you'll say, hey, Doug. I'm like, I love you. you know, oh, I love you. I love you. Oh, I love you. So Get to like, the question <laughs> part. <laughs> <laughs> Why do you love me? You've asked me that. Mm-hmm. Why do you love me? And I think, and I'm not, I'm not saying this is um, how you feel, but in my mind, that if I, if I say, well, I love you because of this, you know, I love you because of your looks. I love you because of your figure. I love you because of something tangible or something how you do I a cook, certain thing. Because I cook for you. Yeah. <laughs> well, if you stop doing that, or if, God forbid, something happens and your figure goes away, your walk goes away, the things I love, you know, about you, if that goes away, do I stop loving you? I just love you because. And I love you more today than I did when we got married. And I just, I just love you. You, Renee, like the inner you, and I probably. But what know is you. it? A, but what is it about me? See, see. <laughs> <laughs> I need you to unpack that for me. And, um, and I'm saying, because generally speaking, we like to put a condition on right, love. Right, right, like, right. What is it I'm doing, or what is it I'm saying that causes you to love me? I just love you because, you know, right. there may be times. I may not feel like I love you, but I I still love you. Does that make sense? Yeah, I get it. Because, I mean, I love you even in the moments when you and I are bickering or having disagreements. We're not as simpatical. Yeah, or put it, frankly, we getting on each other's nerves. Mm -hmm. Same holds true. Not comparing ourselves to God, but marriage is an image of Christ in the church. God loves us unconditionally. And Lord knows we messed up, jacked up, all have sinned and fall short of the glory of God. Oh, that's in the Bible. I don't know where it's at, but that's in the Bible. It's in there. It's in the New Testament. We make mistakes. 
we messed up. And as a father, God still loves us. And so the same holds true in marriage. That's the type of love we're supposed to have. Our spouse gets on our nerves. Our spouse messes up. Our spouse does something we don't agree with. But we're supposed to still love them. There's no conditions. I love you as long as you don't do this. Or as long as you do. As long as, long as you yeah. do this. As long as you don't change from the day that we got married, from the day we said those vows. Um, and that's the furthest from the truth. We talked about in the last episode, you're both going to change. Mm-hmm. Life has taught us, you know, you're going to change. He's going to change. She's going to change. You're both going to change. Life is going to change. Seasons change. We just finished a series on um, seasons. And so we talked about the pandemic. We all know that life has changed for everybody, the world, after 2020. And so change is inevitable. So for you to say that everything has to remain status quo Mm -hmm. or the same or unchanged is unrealistic. So if you're single and you're listening to us, if that's your expectation, I'm just going to tell you right now, don't get married. If you, you said something earlier and I wanted to, to piggyback on it. You just kind of hit it and then you just kept on moving. Love's not a feeling. You're not always going to feel like you love your spouse. That, If you've been married longer than a week, you know I'm telling the truth. Love is more than a feeling. And I I believe some people think that if they don't feel a certain way or if they're in a season where their love is being strengthened or their love is being fortified, that may not be the same season where you feel like you're you're being loved. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's a, a season of growth. The only way something grows is you stretch it. You know, it, it's a living, being, organism. You know, my wife and I, we've talked about this so many times. You go to the gym. You work, she goes to the gym. You work out. And to grow muscles is training. And it's stretching. And it hurts. And your muscles get sore. But when it comes to love, because you are in a season right now where it's hurting and you're sore and you're going through this and going through that, you feel like, you know, we need to take a break. And I'm not saying the podcast, but you and your spouse need to take a break. And I submit to you, this is this is a season or you're in a season where your love is being strengthened. And you just don't realize that. And you're looking at it from the perspective of, oh, we need to, you know, take a break. Uh, you know, you need to go to your mama's and I, or I'll go somewhere else. And I'm telling you the exact opposite. Look at it from a different perspective. This is a season where your love is being strengthened. Iron sharpened iron. And you're yes. not always going to feel like you love each other. That's just part of life. That's part of marriage. But you stick through it. Because love is not a feeling. Love is an action. I'm going to do what I'm supposed to do as a husband because it's the right thing to do. And Renee is going to do what she's supposed to do as a wife because it's the right thing to do. 
yes, sir. <laughs> I, didn't I, mean guess, I guess he told me. <laughs> I didn't mean it like that, but I, I, I know, especially newlyweds and people start looking at, you know, Hollywood celebrities, quote unquote Hollywood celebrities, and they're like, oh, I'm not happy, and oh, I got a divorce. We, we, we've, we've talked about happiness. I don't know how many times we've talked about happiness where it, it doesn't even talk about marriage and happy being happy at the same breath in the Bible. It just right. doesn't even talk about that. Mm-hmm. But you have to understand that love is an action word. Love is something that you have to put uh, work in. You have to put work in. Basically, mm-hmm. you're going to have to work at it because I don't think it's natural because marriage isn't natural. What is Okay. Marriage is not, yeah, marriage yeah. is spiritual. So you can't come at a spiritual thing, a spiritual entity or a spiritual, what's the word I'm looking for? A God created marriage. It is a spiritual union. You can't take natural principles into a spiritual union and expect for it to work. Love. I have to love my wife in a way that she feels loved. Even if I don't know how to do it, I pray, I ask God, God help me to be the husband my wife needs me to be. That's, I mean, we have an all-knowing God, an all-wise God. And he created me, he created my wife. And if I'm to say God put us together, then God's going to give me what I need so my wife feels loved. Right. And vice versa. Right. And I pray the same thing, but you have to realize that um, it's not instantaneous. It, it doesn't happen overnight. It's a learning process, and it's uh, sometimes trial and error <laughs> because God knows, you know, I've prayed that prayer. God help me to be the, the helpmate, the wife that Doug needs me to be, but I miss it sometimes, and that doesn't mean that I stop trying that doesn't mean that I stop loving him um, because that's what patient, that's what love is. If you look in um, Corinthians where it talks about what love is, love is patient. It says charity, but if you look in other uh, translations, it refers to charity as being love. Love is patient. Love is kind. Um, and what love is not. And so sometimes you have to be patient. Sometimes you don't get it right the first mm-hmm. time, so you have to patiently keep trying, and you have to be patient with your spouse when they don't always get it right. Yeah, um, it's you know it goes both ways, and I think sometimes we are expecting things from our spouse. We're expecting them to hold up their end of the bargain or their end of the vows, and we don't look and see if we're even holding up our end of the bargain or our end of the vows. And I think that's important to, you know, go back and look in the mirror and say, okay, am I um, loving, you know, my, my spouse, you know, it's just. Unconditionally. Unconditionally. It's just one of those things where we're always pointing the mirror or pointing the finger at our spouse instead of looking at ourselves and if we take a moment and look at ourselves, and if both spouses are doing that, then you can come together and make a stronger union. Mm-hmm. 
But if one person is looking at the other one and saying, you're not doing your part, and the other one's looking, you're not doing your part, you're both not doing your part, you're both pointing fingers, you're not going to get anywhere that yeah. way. You're not going to ever learn, you're not going to ever grow, and you're not going to ever um, move past wherever you are if it if you're in a... Um, you know, a challenging time mm-hmm. of, uh, of growing pains, if you will. And one of the things we have to understand is you have to be able to communicate to your spouse what you need as far as love is concerned. This is what I need. Um, and you also have to be able to um, communicate to your spouse what you need and what you don't need or desire. And if you're changing, if you're going through some sort of change, life change, then tell your spouse that also. At this, I don't know what I need right now. I, I really don't. But, and that's fine because you're shifting, you're going through uh, a challenging a life moment or something like that. To say, I, I really don't know what I need, but I I know I need something. Okay, well, I got you. Let me, I'll pray for you. You know, God, give me the wisdom to help, um, help my wife, help my husband, help my spouse. God, you know, show me what I can do in this season to let my spouse feel that I'm there for them, that I love them, that I am going to be here for them. You know, and and it's really not rocket science. We kind of make it harder than it actually has to be if we would just yield to the Holy Spirit and say, I don't know. I don't know it all, first and foremost. Uh, for those of us who feel like we know it all and we have all the answers, my hands included. I got both hands up. Uh, I'm that person. I got all the answers. No, I, I don't know. I don't know as My wife, we've been married 36 years. We have changed. We've gone through life. We've done life together. We've done, you know, ups, down, in, out, you know, moving, cross country and all these other things. And through it all, I love her and she loves me. And we have gone through changes. And and I keep coming back to, I guess the Lord wants me to keep coming back to, it's not a feeling. The way you felt on your, coming back to what we were talking about last week, the way you felt on your wedding day with all the pictures and, the, you know, you had the makeup artist there and she, she kept touching up the makeup and da-da-da-da-da, and you had the vide- videographer there and everybody's strolling and, you know, you had your frat brothers and all this. You may never get that back again, that feeling again, but your love grows. Your love is deeper than that day. Just wanted to put that out there. It's not a feeling. It is not a feeling. And um, Feelings just come. like, yeah, I mean, because sometimes the feelings are the opposite. Mm-hmm. You know, you feel mad. So that doesn't mean just because you're mad at your spouse that you don't love them anymore. And I think that's where people get in trouble in their marriage because, you know, I'm mad at you. You know, we had a couple of arguments this week, not me and Doug, but I'm just saying, hypothetically speaking, we had a couple of arguments this week. I'm mad at them, so I'm not in love anymore. 
And it's, that's, it's again, it's not a feeling. Just because you get mad, just because you have disagreements, that doesn't make the love go away. That should uh, cause you to get stronger or better in your communication skills. Mm-hmm. Um, it's an opportunity for you all to get closer together. And what ends up happening is the enemy uses it as a foothold to drive you further apart. Yeah. And then again, you forget your vows. Mm-hmm. You forget what you said, you promised uh, before God, the minister, your spouse and your family and your relatives, the witness and whomever else was there, you vowed to love, honor, respect, obey all of these vows, cherish, cherish uh, in sickness and in health, uh, forsaking all others till death do you part. You know, what is it? Richer, poorer. Mm-hmm. Um, Forsaken all others till death do you part. You forget all of that stuff. Yeah, man. We all, ain't doing the poor. Yeah, we ain't doing the poor. <laughs> we ain't doing the sick. We ain't forsaking all other people because, you know, my mama and them, I need them right now. And, you know, my sister, girlfriend, and my frat brother and all of that stuff. You know, I'm going to lean on them right now because my spouse getting on my nerves. Um, but no, that's... You have to go back to what you committed, what you promise, those covenant words that you said before God that you was going to Mm -hmm. do, even when you don't feel like it. That's the thing about marriage. Going back to what Doug said, sometimes you have to do stuff even when you don't feel like it. That's being committed to your vows and committed to your spouse. Something, I don't remember, I think it was um, our elder that um, helped us get involved in marriage ministry to begin with or... I have no idea what you're about to say. In marriage class, you have to be more committed to the Institute of Marriage Oh, then marriage itself. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. She said that. our our co-pastor, our first lady at the time, um, said that. And so, yeah, you have to be more committed to the institute of marriage mm-hmm. than marriage to the person you marry to your spouse. Yeah. Yes. yes. And that that is a true statement. And I I think, and I know we're up against the clock, but we were talking earlier about us arguing, and I know we had multiple seasons, or it might have just been one long season. I don't know. We've been married for a while now where it seemed like we were always arguing, where we were always disagreeing about something. It seemed like it. It may not have been true, but it seemed like every day there was a disagreement. There was an argument. If I said the sky was blue, you was like, no, it's not blue. You know, it's white or whatever. You know, it just seemed like that. And getting through... Those seasons, again, it's just a season, and you don't want a season to outlast your marriage. But getting through that, that's the season where I believe your love grows, where your love is tested. Because if it's always sunny and 70 degrees and sunny outside, you won't you won't be tested. But when it's raining and it keeps raining <laughs> and it the next day is rain it's raining again, then that's when you're tested. That's when it, you know, 
that's when you're tested. That's when your love is tested. And that's when, how your love grows. And that's how your love is strengthened. And it's think, during the bad times. I think when it's always sunny, you you begin to take the sun for granted. Oh, It's when you have the rain, then when the sun comes, you appreciate it more. Um, and I think that's where we are when we had a lot, when we had difficult times, when we have really good times, we've learned to really appreciate those times yes. more. And again, remember your vows and we'll see you or we'll talk to you next week. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening to our podcast. Tell your real friends and your virtual friends about us. We hope something that we said encouraged you, strengthened and blessed you. You can follow us on Instagram at Doug and Renee. Again, our Instagram page is Doug and Renee. Also feel free to send us a DM so that you could send us any questions that you may have or topics you'd like to hear us discuss. You may just hear it on one of our upcoming podcasts. We'd like to thank our supporters. And if you'd like to support our ministry, you can cash app us at dollar sign Doug and Renee. Again, that cash app is dollar sign Doug and Renee. Again, thank you and God bless you. We're out.